The most important thing that I have learned in the 40 plus years that I've been a Christian is what it means to be led by the Spirit of God and follow God and how we recognize it is God that is leading us. I know nothing more important than this subject. And I have a very deep love for the Holy Spirit of God. Yet I have recorded several messages on this subject, and I don't find Christians to be very interested in it. We have much more viewing of our other subjects. How can this be? I just don't understand it. The Holy Spirit teaches us all things, reminds us of everything Jesus has said, guides us into all truth on all things, and shows us things to come. I'm quoting from two passages of Scripture. Jesus told us this in John chapter 14, verse 26, and in John chapter 16, verse 14. I love the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit of God. It's God's own heart. The Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to show us the will of God. How can we not love the Holy Spirit? How can we not want to know about the Holy Spirit? I never get tired of hearing about the Holy Spirit. I don't know what is going on with church people when they try to shun this information. This is the most critical thing you can know. I know nothing more in the Christian life after you're born again. I know nothing more important than this one thing. The Holy Spirit of God and the types of works he does for the believer and how we can recognize when it is the Spirit of God leading us. For the devil will try to lead you and your own flesh will try to lead you. And certainly religious spirits will try to lead you. But it's when you follow the Holy Spirit that you're really a child of God and move into the blessings of God. Deuteronomy 28 And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. And for us today in the New Testament church, that is hearkening to the words brought to us by the Spirit of God who dwells in us. If you'll hearken diligently to those words, to observe and to do all God's commandments, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. 
if you pay attention to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. We had a house in Texas that I moved from when I moved to Colorado, put it on the market. It stayed on the market for over a year and did not sell. When this coronavirus broke loose, Right in the height of the coronavirus, I turned to God and said, is there anything I need to do about this house in Texas? And I strongly was led by the Holy Spirit of God to put the house on a special sale for one week and lower the price of the house by $50,000 for that one week. The house sold in two days. It sold in a time when property should not have sold. It was a true miracle. But I did it because I was led by the Spirit of God to do it. Not by man, not by the wisdom of man, but simply following the Spirit of God. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. He guides us into all truth, teaches us all things, reminds us of everything Jesus has said, and he shows us things to come. It's a guarantee to success on this earth. It's a guarantee to going in the way of God. Because The Holy Spirit doesn't speak his own ideas ever. The Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to reveal to us the will of God for us in the specific situations of our life. I'm quoting from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Also in Deuteronomy 28, the Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. We certainly have the commandments of the Lord our God written out for us in the New Testament, for the New Testament church, but we also follow the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways when we follow the Spirit of God in these specific moments of this present life. We will have a thought brought to our mind of what to say. We speak that word, and we have the power of God at that second to witness to God. It's not something we make up ahead of time. It's not something we read in a book. It's not handing out tracts of the four spiritual laws, but it is being that Christian following God at that moment, which is the power of God to witness to other people. That's where the real power is. How can we as Christians not be interested in this? It's critical, absolutely critical. If you don't have this, How can you even follow God? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. 
at one point in David's life, and David had the Spirit of God, at one point in David's life, he sinned, we know, with Bathsheba. And a penalty came upon David because of that sin. But David begged God, please do not remove thy Holy Spirit from me. We see that in one of the Psalms, I think 51 maybe. Please do not remove thy Holy Spirit from me. David knew how critical it was. I, I just don't think I could live on this earth if I didn't have a strong faith and understanding in the working of the Holy Spirit of God. It, in essence, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit of Jesus. Now, how can we not be interested and absorbed by that subject? I do not understand how anyone can be a Christian and not love the Holy Spirit and be delighted in those things shown to him by the Holy Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. I know a woman who is a big DLTV radio preacher. She said that her, when she started out, her best friend said to her, you are the most boring person I've ever heard. So she hired an acting coach to teach her. She can present a very clever presentation and entertaining presentation but I've heard her several times and I do not remember one thing she ever taught by the Spirit of God. It's cleverness of learned speech and wisdom. Paul said he determined he wasn't going to do that. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. That's how important the Holy Spirit is. We can't witness to another person unless it's the Spirit of God bringing the information to our mind to say we can sit and try to plan out what we're going to say and we'll fall flat on our face and it won't help them or you. But when the Spirit of God is leading us in what to say, there's great power in it. In 
And Paul said, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. He's speaking about those who are born again, those who are already perfected by God, who have the Holy Spirit. The others won't pay any attention to us. He says, I, as it is written, it's written in the Old Testament, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him, but God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. It's all done by the Spirit of God. We don't try to find out what the Spirit of God is saying our job is to pay attention when he speaks to us. For example, we had a man who was in his 70s who went out into his backyard and saw his storage shed, which was totally filled with his stuff. And he began considering building another storage shed to put more of his stuff in. When the Holy Spirit brought this thought to his mind. Why don't you just get rid of the stuff? We see the great wisdom in this, and we laugh because it's so simple. Instead of building another storage building to get, store more stuff, why don't you just get rid of the stuff? We all knew it was the Holy Spirit. When I was injured at my house in Texas in 19, I mean in 2018, I fell and was injured, badly injured. The ambulance people came and got me and started rolling me out the front door. And I heard, you'll never see this house again. That was the Holy Spirit giving me information. It didn't trouble me. I just acted upon the information. I put the house up for sale. One of our church members said, I don't see how you can do this. Well, I could do it because I'd heard from the Spirit of God. I'd heard from God. And I knew what was going to happen. I wouldn't be living in that house. I put it up for sale immediately because if we believe God has said something to us, we act upon it. That's faith. That's the whole essence of faith. That's everything faith is. Because we believe 
it was God who said this to us. That is what we do. We do actions appropriate to the word which we believe is from God. That's what faith is. It's the Holy Spirit who brings that word from God to us. And as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That's in Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Another exciting, exciting thing about the Spirit of God is when another person speaks to us by the Spirit of God, we know it is the Spirit of God. And we also know the person who speaks by the Spirit of God is of God. And that is so important. I have a young friend who is a realtor in New Mexico. He owns a Remax Realty. This past week, the house in Texas was under contract to, to be purchased by some people. And we were having a little difficulty. At 3 a.m., Wes was awakened, and he knew our own realtors were fighting against us. And he said he began to pray, and he clearly heard, Joan must change realtors. The next morning, our realtors contacted us and said the time has come that we need to part ways. We still had five months on our contract with those realtors. I told Pam, tell them, okay, and then just thank them. And they left us, and we got another realtor. We have to know things like that, but the greatest thing to me was the indication by what Wes said that he has the Spirit of God, and that means he belongs to God. There are so many church people that make no response at all when you speak a scripture to them. They just go dead. If you talk to that person about the latest TV show, they could probably talk to you. But they can't talk to you when you share something of God. They go dead because they do not have God in them, though they call themselves Christians. It's the ones who have the Spirit of God who are alive. And in Romans 8, it also says, unless you have the Spirit of God, you're no part of God. In fact, 
Being born again is being born of the Spirit of God. It's very, very important. If you will take the verses of Scripture that I have spoken to you today and keep them before you day and night and think about them, I think you will see how critical this is. That you are hearing the Spirit of God speak to you the things of God and that you are choosing the Spirit of God when you make decisions. We had a person in our church group who just kept doing the wrong thing. She, she just kept making wrong decisions. For example, her son was getting married and she wanted to go to the wedding, but she didn't know if she's supposed to go to the wedding because he had been married before and divorced and now he's remarrying and she didn't know if she was supposed to go to the wedding and then she decided it was okay for her to go to the wedding and she went to the wedding and at the wedding she couldn't stand being in the room with the people. The wedding was in a home, I think. It was in her daughter's home. She found that she just kept having to flee downstairs and go upstairs and get a room in a room by herself. Later she told me about this, and I mentioned something to her, and she said, well, I thought of that, but she didn't do it. The Holy Spirit, I think, was speaking to her, but she wasn't following the Spirit of God. She was following the desires of her own flesh. And this eventually killed her. She separated from us. It is following the Spirit of God that we must cling to. Even when things don't seem to go right. We must hold on to the Spirit of God. For that is critical. Without the Spirit of God, we're not going to follow God. It's going to be just like being a person out there in the world. But if we have the Spirit of God and follow what God shows us to do, God will make us the head and not the tail. We'll be above only and not beneath. That scripture's in Deuteronomy 28. Every time we follow the Spirit of God, we go ahead of the pack. We don't try to go ahead of the pack. We are ahead of the pack. Because we're simply doing what we believe God has shown us to do by His Spirit. This is Joan Boney speaking. I'll put these scriptures in writing on our blog for you. You can go to our blog, which is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Type on the right-hand side of the homepage where it says podcast. You can bring up the exact episode that I'm speaking today. <clears throat> today and the scriptures will be written out for you and you can think upon those scriptures. Meditating day and night 
on those scriptures, getting them deep inside you, allowing God to teach you these concepts. Again, the blog name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.